0: Hi, Hi, it's Dad Oh, hi Dad Uh, I think it's about 9 o'clock now Okay Uh, I'm going to be picking up uh, some stuff at Rite Aid Uh, I'm sorry, I I already picked up some stuff at Rite Aid I'll uh, be over there um, afterwards to rehab therapy Okay So uh, that's where I'll be probably about before 9.30 Okay, love you Message left to winter Love you, too. So glad he play. called. It's always great to hear from dad or a guy being dad. It's, it's rare to hear a man interpreter, but that's okay. You know what's so rare, not so rare to hear? Hal in Philly, and he's taking us for a drive. Come on, Hal, let's do it. Nine I'm bored so much, I can smell my own breath. My baby left me, my best friend's not at home. Can't get that woman off my mind. I've never been the broody kind, but there's still one thing let me come alive. Yeah, I'm gone for a try. The following podcast is rated D for Dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2008 Kia Rio LX. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Hello, everybody. Dave Canyon here. Thank you, Alex Exum, for introducing us me, to them, them, to me. Hey, you guys want to go for a drive? (laughs) Hey, you want to help me with my timing? Would you like to help me with that? So it sounds like it's natural and not like, you know, all set up and fake and artificial. Well, that'd be nice if you could. Alright, that was Alex Exum at the top of the show. That was also Emma, AI voice Emma. Thank you, Emma, for saying the show was rated D for dumb. I'm going to get more of those, more different ones. I have a whole bunch of them, and whatever. But I'll get with Linda, and eventually I'm going to learn how to do it myself, create my own voices. And um, thank you to Alex, A L E X E X U M for doing the intro, and uh, who's been doing it for about almost four, five years now. This February, I think it'll be five years, a little bit less than five years. And uh, Hal and Philly, Hal and Philly, we're going for a drive, available for digital download. Go to bandcamp.com. Bandcamp.com. A dollar. You could pay more than a dollar. That'd be if you want to be gracious. Or you could buy more than one download. Yeah. And you can give it as a gift. Holiday season's coming up. Give it as a gift and help Hal out. Hal is a musician, singer, songwriter, and a nice guy. And uh, wrote this hit song that we're trying to distribute all over the world through dubbing it down with Dave at his website, Tales of the Road Warrior. That's the website for his podcast, Tales of the Road Warrior, which you can listen to on Spreaker as well. So, um, but he's out of uh, work because of the COVID. No live gigs, no live gigs. So if you can help him out in a dollar, really, even if you don't like the song, it's a dollar. You buy the song, you give it to somebody. Give it to somebody, anybody. Just email it, take a random email in your list book all right listen I bought the song I'm not really into it but you can have it see if you like it If you like it you can buy it for your friends this is what we do for friends right we support I've spent the last four or five years supporting support 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 so I I like that I like supporting I like it I also find it very easy a lot of people find it very 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 difficult to support to share all that. Am I speaking from personal experience? Absolutely. I've spoken about it on this podcast many times. How hard is it to click? Click. A dollar. A dollar. Guys spend $5 on these coffees. I was just driving in my truck. By the way, did I say it's September 12th? It is. It's the day after 9-11. It is 9-12. And um, just wanted to you know give a quick... I'll do, I'm going to do... How about it? I'll do a deep, a deep, one deep breath. We haven't done a breather break in a long time. I'm going to do one deep breath in tribute to 9/11. I don't know what else to do. I'm not going to have a, a moment of silence. I don't need to have a moment. I'm going to have a moment of silence too. I don't know. I'm going to do just do that as a tribute to the last a tribute. I don't know if that's the right word. as a memorial, a remembrance? I don't really do memorials, but you know, let's just acknowledge 9/11, right? I don't do a lot of that stuff on the show. I don't do holidays, you know that. But um, this is something tragic. Just take a second. I know you guys have probably been inundated on television and all that with nine eleven. This year's not so much, right? This year it's like, wow, well, we're really pretty much wrapped up with COVID, uh, the election, and uh, racism. You know, Black Lives Matter and all that stuff. So, yeah, we don't really have time for nine eleven. Nine eleven will eventually become like D Day and you know whatever. Or, you know, all these other uh, military type, uh, whatever, mem- remembrance, you know, memorial type holidays where. It's just a few people left. Nobody really cares, you know. And some, you know, there's always, always be a TV show. But remember, they used to do live, you know, from World Trade Center, from the Freedom Tower, the flowers, the procession, all of this stuff. This year, not so much, as far as I know. Just a couple of shows. It'll all fade eventually. You know, time heal, heals all wounds. Not for those people who are involved, you know, seriously. And uh, and not only have people died from the, uh, the planes... Crashing into the buildings and all that, but they've died in the years at, you know after that because of the toxic uh, air that was there. And although they were told it wasn't toxic, and uh, yeah, but wasn't it the governor Christie Whitman or something, a female governor of New Jersey? What happened to her? You don't hear from her anymore. She must be feeling pretty guilty about telling everybody how clean the air was, and it wasn't. That was like you know, that was like the original COVID. All those people dying from whatever, heart problems and breathing problems, emphysema. I don't know, all these issues from trying to help recover from 9-11 on that site. All right, so let's just take one deep breath, all right? I mean, it sounds terrible. I'm just talking about all these people dying from uh, respiratory issues. Here I am taking a deep breath. But you know what? We're going to take a deep breath because we can. Because we can and we should. I haven't done a breather break probably in about 100 episodes or so. I don't know why. just... I feel like I'm so busy during these shows I can't get to it which is really a lame excuse but you know how I do these shows very little preparation and then I wing it before you know what I got 30 seconds left and I'm finally getting to it so here we go deep breath because I do want to get to this episode alright deep breath here we go we're going to breathe in we'll hold it and we're going to try to breathe in for 4 seconds that's a, a thing that I've come to learn When I now that I can actually do it I couldn't do it 100 and 150 episodes ago but uh, deep breath 4 seconds in we try to hold it for a couple seconds, and then we'll try to exhale for a couple seconds. So the whole thing is about 10 to 12 seconds, I guess. Let's see. I don't know. Let's see if that actually works. I'm going to look at my timer here. All right, here we go. Ready? And breathe in through the nose. And if you want to exhale through the nose, inhale through the nose. If you want to exhale through the nose, you can. If you want to exhale through the mouth, you can too. It's your choice. It doesn't make a difference to me. All right, ready? Here we go. Go. I think that was like 12 seconds I think so I was looking at the timer the whole time and I lost track I'm looking at the timer and I lost track Anyway, that breather break was brought to you by air Yes, air is free It's all over the world And it's uh, hopefully it's clean Anywhere you are in the world If you uh, if you can, breathe, breathe some air you, you need air to live And you should live to breathe air So there you go I used to do that a lot, a lot smoother But I changed it up a little bit Why not? Brought to you by uh, brought to you by air. Anywhere you are in the world, if there's air, you should breathe it. It's clean and it's free. You need air to to, to breathe, and you need to breathe uh, to get air. You need to need air and to breathe to live. All right, so there you go. That was my little remembrance, my my little tribute or whatever to the victims and and not only the victims who have died, but the families of the victims who are victims as well. All of us are victims of nine eleven. It's just totally changed everything about this United States and the world for that matter and uh, I think a lot of what we're going through now is is in the vacuum of that you ever hear that phrase in the vacuum of that yeah I think we we tend to not think about things in a sociological way you know you know with the timeline of the of our lives of the United States is live uh, life we don't we don't think about it. we don't think about the here and the now like right now this is why I'm angry. This is why I'm racist. This is why I'm not racist. This is why I I'm, I hate the government. This is why I'm voting for Trump. We think about the here and now, which is fine. But we don't think about the timeline. How are we affected by the previous 5 years, 10 years, 15 years? Why do we think this way? For instance, the other day, I was watching um, one of my favorite comedians uh, of all time, and for many, many people, uh, I'm not the only one, uh, was Don Rickles. I... Truly enjoyed Don Rickles' appearances over the years on Johnny Carson and so on and so forth. But recently, I've been watching some of his appearances. And they're definitely a little bit more cringe, cringy now than they've been before. And, you know, you can only tell the joke once, right? You can only hear joke, most jokes. You can only hear it once. You go, "Huh, that's funny. Okay, you move on. I mean, you, if you authentically think it's funny, you laugh, you know, heartily, whatever, you move on. It doesn't matter who it is, Seinfeld, Eddie Murphy, it doesn't matter who. Some good jokes last forever. And I, don't, I can't tell you why. Probably because you relate to that joke more than any other joke. So, you know, it's more truthful to you, so it's funny to you. Blonde jokes, Polish jokes, whatever. Rabbi jokes, priest jokes, you know, frog jokes, whatever. <clears throat> but my sensibilities have changed a little bit, I notice, and uh, so when I watched Don Rickles now, I was like, oh, oh uh, I don't think that was funny. I don't think that was that funny. I mean, especially now. Back then, and you know, he got away with it. And I got to tell you, to be one hundred percent honest, which I always am on the show, I don't think Don Rickles could work these days. I mean, uh, you know, he passed away, so that's no—that's a moot point. But if he was coming up through the ranks, no. Nobody's going to want to hear him talk to a black guy and, and do that black voice that he would do. Hey, man, what's up, brother? Nobody nobody wants to hear that anymore. He'd be killed. He, he'd be run out of the business. Nobody would hire him. So it, it just happens to be that him, and Joan Rivers didn't do the same material as he did, but I don't know if she would work anymore. Lisa Lampanelli kind of is the female who's been... Recall has been called, you know, the female version of Don Rickles. I don't don't know if she's even doing stand-up anymore, but probably not doing that material. Definitely way more sensitive now than, than we were before. I mean, I always thought I was sensitive. And when he would do these routines, Don Rickles on TV, Vegas, whatever, and there would be black people in the audience and he would say these things, uh black people laughed white people laughed did they laugh out of nervousness or did they authentically think it was funny I don't know that now I can't put myself in the head of those people I've seen him interact with these people and say hey brother what's up love you you know he'd do this um, strange Mike Tyson thing before Mike Tyson was even around you know with a little bit of a lisp hey brother what's up like that a little cringeworthy these days Maybe not for some of you. Maybe, maybe as we all grow differently at different speeds, whether it's physical growth or emotional growth, mental growth, that some of us are being affected, not necessarily by the George Floyd incident or any of these incidents that have been, you know, in the news the last several years, but just in in life, just evolving, growing changing at different speeds so it's okay if you disagree with me i'm fine with that and i'd love to hear from you if you do disagree with me by you know or whether however you feel about whatever it is i'm saying on any show this show in particular uh be great to hear from you um by the way if you've bought the song going for a drive from hal aaron uh hal in philly uh definitely uh put that in the comments you know uh how many you bought or whatever and uh it doesn't matter and just you know your experience with the song because most of you have never heard it in its entirety so i'm curious about that uh also uh about what i'm talking about about this change in sensitivities You're, you know how do you feel about that do you recognize something in you i'll give you another for instance so anyway, put your comments in the Spreaker box. If you're listening on Spreaker, but for those of you not listening listening on Spreaker, what are you going to do? How are you going to get to me? First of all, you can email me at dumbingitdownwithdave at yahoo dot com. More than happy to do that. You know, I'm more than happy to receive emails that way. Dumbing dumb with a B, by the way. Dumbing it down with Dave at yahoo.com. Tweet me at dumbwithdave at d u m b with Dave, right? Or you can go to my website, Dumbing It Down with Dave. There's a contact form. I think it's on the About page. I'm not really sure, but there's a contact form. Go to the website. Some of you are listening to the web- on the website now more than ever before. So uh, that's growing every day. It's, it's amazing to me how that's working out. So uh, go to the contact form. It works. We tested it out. It works fine. So send me a comment there. On, uh, or if you really don't want to write, if you want to speak it because you have a hard time formulating your thoughts, you know, it's, which is fine. I'm the same way sometimes. You can call me. I have a two. Uh, I have a, a Google number, right? A voice number, whatever you want to call it. Uh, <clears throat> and that is three four seven seven. The letter I, the letter M, dumb. The three four seven seven I M D U M B. Or it's three four seven seven four six three eight six two seven four six three eight six two. All right. Well. You guys don't know this, but I just had to pause the show because I had to go retrieve a message from a Google Voice that I talked about. This is 3477-I-AM-DUMB, 347 And it took me forever. Uh, for some reason, this particular message was much, much harder to retrieve than the last three, which came from Joe Foley, No Sitting on the Sidelines' dad, Patrick Maruki, um, who's streaming the Uncle Floyd show on Thursdays. And um, also Linda Irwin from Awesome Insanity Surfers. So somebody left me a message. It's one of the three paths, And uh, I'm going to play it for you now. So see, this is what it sounds like when you leave a message uh, on the Dumbing It Down with Dave hotline, also, co- also known as the dumb line. Hey, Dave. It's one of the Patrick's calling. Uh, great shows. Sorry I haven't commented in a while, but unfortunately, uh, I've been driving while listening to the show, so I can't uh, comment while I'm driving. But uh, great job as always. I haven't haven't abandoned you, Dave. Love the show. Take care. All right, there you go. What do you think about that? The only thing is, he's always been driving. So thank you, uh, Patrick, for leaving that message, one of the three Pat's. Thank you for leaving that message. I appreciate you utilizing the uh, dumbing it down with Dave hotline. But he's always been driving, so I don't know what's different. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But it's nice of him to reach out and um, and say he's still listening. I guess hasn't commented in a long time, but that's okay too. You don't have to comment. I like it when you do because it makes the show much more interesting, much more diverse. Because we're having a conversation, and I like to be interactive. You know, you don't really have that chance with a lot of people. You know, with a lot of shows, and a lot of shows just don't care what you have to say. But I—that's I, going to be my purpose. I mean, you know, when, if and when I do transition to life, and I get the dumbing it down with Dave, uh, uh, studio going the point zero zero one production studios up, and uh, it's going to be a, quite a show. It's going to be quite a show. So anyway, I barely remember where I was at now because of all this craziness. Of, uh, of trying to hunt down this message. Boy, that took forever to download. It took me about 30 minutes. I had a pause, and uh, I almost wish that the recording uh, was lost. That's why I just have to start again from the beginning. But anyway, I um, I was talking about how you can comment with the show, so there you go. Uh, let's just move on, because I don't remember, and I'm just going to frustrate myself trying to remember. All right, so regardless of what the first half of the show was about, let's let's go into the second half. You know, I was talking about agreeing and disagreeing with me on things that I was thinking about, the timeline of this country and how we are reacting to things, our sensitivities. You know, uh, not only did I uh, have I watched Don Rickles uh, recently, and I kind of am cringing now more than ever before. I'm like, uh, I don't think that's as funny. You know, the other day I watched a documentary about Mr. Rogers, Fred Rogers from PBS, Um won't You Be My Neighbor, I think was the name of the documentary. It doesn't matter. It was the Fred Rogers documentary. It was available on that Masters, whatever, American Masters or whatever, on PBS this past Sunday. And I watched it with my wife. Now, you would think that Fred Rogers would be safe from cringing, right? And he, of course he is. But there were a couple of parts of the documentary where he they show uh, events that happened during the show. You know, regular, you know, with the puppets. Remember, they had these puppets, and he had a king, whatever, in uh, in the land of make believe or imagination land, whatever he called it. Had a trolley. Remember, he had a trolley, and he sent the trolley into the land of make believe, and then you would the camera would go with the trolley, and then there would be a king and a queen, and there'd be an owl and a lion, and I don't know all these puppets and stuff like that. He would talk to the kids pretty effectively through these puppets, but. There was a show that he did right after the assassination of, uh, I think it was Bobby Kennedy. Excuse me for being ignorant and not knowing my uh, my history, but I'm pretty sure it was, uh, was that with Sirhan Sirhan? One of the craziest names I've ever heard of in my life. I, I, I still don't understand. Is that a real name? Seems sounds like a theater name, Sirhan Sirhan. But anyway, I don't know anything about that. I'm very ignorant to that part of history, but I think it was Bobby Kennedy. So anyway, one of the Kennedys got shot. And then in a, in a, in a future episode, <clears throat> um, one of the puppets, I think it was like a little tiger. It's one of his original puppets, a little tiger, a little cub, whatever, um, a lion, whatever. Baby, it was a baby. You know, They're all kids, whatever. Maybe not. The king and queen aren't kids. But anyway, it's talking to a woman, because uh, Fred Rogers apparently would never go to the land of make-believe. That's because he was the voice of the puppets. So he had all these other actors and actresses he hired and in one of the shows, after the assassination, uh, the puppet asks, was talking to, having a conversation with the, with, the, with the woman and says to the woman, can I ask you a question? She goes, yeah, sure. Ask me anything. And the puppet said, what's assassination? And my wife and I were watching, and we both kind of cringed. We're like, ooh, really? I mean, nowadays we would say, why can't kids just be kids? Why can't we just let them be children? But at that time... I guess we weren't as sensitive. And I'm trying to figure out, is that good or bad? We like to think of being sensitive as good. We like to think of evolving as good and growth, emotional growth, spiritual growth. All these different types of growth are good. But it's interesting that I am cringing now when I think about that. It's a children's show. Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. And by the way, 99.99999% times 999.9% whatever, I have no problems with Fred Rogers. We definitely miss Fred Rogers in this country. I uh, I can go on and on about that. Sesame Street, Electric Company, Zoom, The Big Blue Marble, uh, The Hodgepodge Lodge, uh, The New Zoo Review, all these shows... That is so authentically made for children. Somehow all came to an end. I don't even know if Sesame Street's still on the air. But apparently children watching these uh, Davian Goliath. Insight. There's so many shows um, in the news. Do you remember in the news with Christopher Glenn? I think it was Christopher Glenn. The Wonderful World of Disney on Sundays. Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. These are all incredibly wholesome shows. And I think... <clears throat> by the way, I don't know why my voice is so... Let me just take a sip of some apple cider vinegar. I'm going to pause this. I think the end of everything really started with like Beavis and Butthead and Ren and Stimpy and all those types of shows. These violent, violent cartoons. Yeah, Bugs Bunny, Roadrunner, Wile E. Coyote. Daffy Duck, Elmer Fudd, those were kind of vile. Popeye. But not like these. Not like Red and Stimpy and Beavis and Butthead. And really talking down to the children. Talking down to everybody. And really insulting. Was it fun? Was it funny? I guess, but not for kids. So anyway, that's a whole other show. And definitely, I would love to, on a different version of Dumbing It Down with Dave, talk to people about that. And and. and Try to understand what's going on with us. We really need to understand. We all need to sort of elevate ourselves off the planet, right? Just kind of, I've talked about this, to see us as a third party. Kind of like, take yourself from where you are and kind of float a little bit above and look down and try to go, what's happening here? Why am I now suddenly cringing at Don Rickles? Why am I listening to, uh, why am I watching this documentary of Fred Rogers? But this one little moment... Where the puppet asks the human, What's assassination? Why am I cringing at that now? It wasn't cringe worthy then. He didn't get any flack for that as far as I know. And as a child, I don't I didn't have that baggage, right? I think that's a lot of it. I didn't have that baggage where I go, Ooh, oh I, you know, assassination. No, I'm 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 seven. I don't no, you are curious at seven. You don't have that baggage. You don't have that imagery. Right now we have all this imagery. And we're concerned. We're concerned about, well, some of us are, concerned about the children. Concerned about, uh, which is a little cliche, We're going, oh, it's all about the children. But it is. It is all about the children. Because the children have grown up from Beavis and Butthead. And from uh, Ren and Stimpy and G.I. Joe and Transformers and a lot of violent, insulting, degrading uh, non-nurturing, non-educational uh, programming on television. Really bad stuff. And it has desensitized the children, plus these video games, plus parents, du- two two parents both working, two jobs, three jobs, not being home. Schools, teachers coming from that generation, teaching kids. There, there has been a dumbing it down. Not in a good way. There has been a diluting... A dilution, a watering down. There has been uh, a desensitization, desensitivity, whatever the word is. We have been been desensitized. But are we oversensitized in a way because these things make us cringe? It's really kind of complex. Uh, it's, It's confusing. I only have a minute and a half left. Believe it or not, this is not the show I wanted to do. I know. I always say that, but I'll get to it. I want to get to this month of hell. And uh, that was really my intention, was to finish it up. But I went into this tangent, and I enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it, too. I really would like your feedback on these things, because I think this. Wait a minute. Oh, I don't have a minute and a half. I have three and a half minutes. Well, so I did. All right, good. We have three minutes. But I would like your comments in the Spreaker box, if you're listening on Spreaker. Or you can call the Dumbing It Down with Dave hotline, 3477-I-AM-DUMB, the letter I, the letter M, the letter... And the word dumb. Or 347746. Three eight six two. You can email me at dumbing it down with david yahoo Yahoo.com, or you can you can um, tweet me at dumb with Dave. But I think this is a really great, worthy conversation. What are we doing? How? Why are we responding the way we do? And is the loss of all these shows? I, I rattled off what ten shows just now. Is the loss of all these shows the discontinuation of all these shows of children's programming? The reason why a lot of children have grown up to riot, to loot, to inflict, to to punch people and, and hit them with bricks over the head, and to trespass, and to not go to school, to not have jobs, to rely on the government, or to rely on these apps, try to get the big picture here, really big. Can we go big picture? Because Dumbing It Down With Dave is kind of a jokey title, but in another... And on the other hand, I really would like to get the big picture. And I, I didn't call the show Get the Big Picture with Dave. Because, again, that would mean that pe- people would uh, really expect a lot from me. And I don't know if I can deliver a lot. But I have more questions than I have answers. And one of the questions is, what's going on? What What is the solution to what's going on? The solution to Racism. The solution to violence, the solution to the opioid crisis, of course, the solution to the breakdown of the American family, the solution to the malaise that I think is going in this country, the solution to climate control, the solution to so many different questions. I really wish I had the time. I wish I was more studious. I wish I had the ability. I wish I had a friend, maybe, maybe a mentor, somebody I could sit down with and kind of like really explore what I'm thinking. Because I have a hard time getting it out of my head As I, I, I feel right now that my brain is getting a little heated up And the gears are going to start to grind The oil is going to disappear and It's going to hurt <laughs> I'm doing better With the deep breathing and the apple cider vinegar And the intermittent fasting and the losing of weight But it's always uh, It's it's still a little bit hard for me to get my message Out from my head to my mouth and to you Clearly so you understand Well anyway, i got to say Goodbye We'll continue this conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. It's always nice to talk to you. Dave Canyon's neighborhood. What do you say, Hal? Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Thumbing It Down with Dave. Goodbye. Good day. Good night. Good luck. Good riddance. Good rats. Godspeed. And great skills. Take care.